Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Color Radio, where color is our passion and our companion in this transforming world. Here's your host, Arlene Arnold. Hello, everybody. We are so, so, so glad that you're here today. And we have an interesting topic to take up. Um, I called it living life without judgment or blame. Uh, That's kind of where I feel like we are all going, and it takes some work to get there. But I know that probably many of you have been working on that for some time. What I've noticed is, well, first of all, let me tell you who I am. Um, I am a spiritual guide and healing facilitator, author, and and I'm the founder of Complementary Color Therapy. And uh, part of the reason that I felt really drawn to work with color is because I was looking for an easy but very uh, effective way of shifting the kinds of things that keep us from living without uh, judgment and blame. That I mean, those are such big pieces to where most of us have come from. It seems like everybody is programmed to um, be in judgment or to blame others. I can remember my three brothers and probably me too, but more likely, you know, I remember them doing this, of course, uh, that they would try to figure out who they could blame for whatever they were in trouble for. And um, judgment was kind of a, a theme in my family, not an, not necessarily an overt theme, but it was really there, and it was like um, it, it was so in the background that it became part of of not only how I operated, but it also became part of what what I was fearful of. So um, it, it, for me, it was it's been a lifelong process of shifting these things that are patterns that don't work for me, and I use the color therapy to work on that. So um, what I want to suggest to you is that um, you please plan to call in if you would like to be a part of our show. And um, I have a guest, and I think this is her on the air now. So is this you, Kate? This is me. Oh, good. Okay. So this is Kate O'Leary, and she's joining me today. She works with Snohomish County Mental Health here in the state of Washington, and she has a master's in psychology, and she's a licensed mental health counselor, and she's also uh, a practitioner in training for complementary color therapy. So uh, welcome, Kate. I'm so glad to have you with me today. Thank you for having me. So, Kate, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I see as the definition of judgment, and then I'm going to see if you want to jump in and and see if there's some other things that you would say about it. So, to our listeners, what we want to do today is to talk about what what judgment is, how we recognize that in ourselves and in situations that we're in, and blame the same thing and then figure out how we can shift that because judgment and blame tend to bring us down. It's like our vibration comes down. We can end up being depressed. We can end up feeling like what's the point. 
and uh, it can really affect us. So what we want to do is suggest some really simple ways that you can recognize it, and then we'll talk a little bit about what we can do about it. So, So let's look at the definition of judgment to start with here. And this is this is sort of my definition. If you looked at um, the word judgment, if you looked it up, it also has to do with weighing what's right or wrong or uh, weighing who's at fault and that kind of thing. But I'm using it from the point of view that we look at a situation or we look at another person and we evaluate them and we say something is wrong with them. So what... What I want to suggest to uh, to all of you is that the very first thing that helps us to know if we're in judgment is if we expect the other person to change. That is an indication that there is judgment going on. And there is always an emotion attached to it, usually anger, shame, but whatever that feeling is that comes up around this other person, that is also an indication that that we are in judgment. So um, what is it that you find, Kate? Because I know that you work with people that are trying to find themselves and find their true self, just like we are in the color therapy. So what, what kind of thing do you find that people, that you see around judgment? Well, I mean, I I honestly think lately that when you look at fear, when you look at judgment and guilt, they're they're in a sense fear, just in different clothes. Oh, interesting. So, okay. I mean, I I think you know a lot of people are afraid of their own light and uh-huh. afraid of their own power, and so it's. It's easy to play an old tape recording of something from mm-hmm. your past that um you know can kind of that kind of brings you down you know and as you're coming out of as you're evolving mhm and so, so you know it, so judge, judgment comes from that is that what you're saying I think judge yeah I think judgment is a replay of the past past experiences, um, you know, either, you know, a past part of you or experiences that you experienced growing up, bullying situations as a child. And so that brings up emotions that you may have had at that time. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess what we could say about um, judgment is that – what we see in somebody else and then we have an emotion about that and we get upset about that, that truly what we have to do is come back and look at ourselves because whatever it is that we see in the other person is actually coming from something that's already in us. And and where that's coming from, like you say, is often that we've had and there are emotions attached to that. And the way that I see that is it's like, There's an energy stream that goes from wherever it is that we're feeling this emotion in our body and it goes back 
and attaches itself to something in our past, some experience, some person, even sometimes some smell or um, even sometimes a color because once in a while I have someone that comes through the our, our basic color course and they have a real aversion to to a certain color and as they go through the process of the course they begin to understand why because it, it attaches to a person or a situation. So um, when you see this in your clients, uh, Kate, how, where do you start first with that kind of thing? Um, lately, you know, I've really been trying to, no matter what happens, really to stay strong in myself, number one. Um, you know, to to stay in the highest vibration that I can, being calm and centered and grounded. Um, and then, you know, as far as working with it, you have to bring them back into the moment um, because mm-hmm. a lot of times in working with these different um, emotion, difficult blocks that you're, the person's either in the past or the future. Mm-hmm. So you bring them back to the moment and then, you know, you can bring in colors, you can bring in um, love and you can bring in a different vibration that can start to um, transform the experience. Nice. Yeah. And and one of the things that I thought about recently is that when we are pulled back to something in the past, we're always in this moment, but what we've just done is pulled that experience into the moment. So now we are living it as if we were in that past place. We're feeling the same feelings. We're, we're um, remembering the things that happened, the fear comes up, all that kind of thing. So you're dealing with it right here, right now, again. And that Absolutely. means that, yeah, so whatever is happening in your life, it's going to affect your job, your relationships, how you feel about yourself, all kinds of things. So yeah. we have to find a place to disconnect from that. And what you're saying about color is one of the ways we can do that. Yes, love in particular is a wonderful way to, to bring that in, and the colors bring that love in too. Uh, there's one in particular in the crystalline colors that we're working with now Um that that's crystalline rose and i find that crystalline rose is wonderful for situation where there's been extreme trauma and that extreme hmm. trauma can begin to be transformed and what crystalline rose does is it begins to help us to our actions then can go to something healthy instead of going back into the same pattern that was there before so um, it's an interesting process because I know you've seen some of the crystal and colors and um, some of us are really working with that and I'm in the process now of formulating some classes on that, a course that people can take. So, so that is a real important part of it. The other thing that I find that's really important is to get above the situation. In other words, What's that saying, Kate, that says you solve the current problem in the same vibration that it was created? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, so it's like you have to change the vibration, which is what you were talking about. And sometimes, yes. Kate, if you if you go in there and you have a vibration that doesn't get taken down to that lower place where the person is, that can also help. That's almost like a, uh, giving them a hand up if they choose to to leave where they are. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so um, what I want, what I try to do is work with what I call discernment. And um, the only way I know to get, really get into discernment, besides using the colors which help us to shift the energy, but also it's like I imagine that I'm up on a higher place looking down on my life. So recently I've been using sitting on a wall looking down at it but you can also think of being on a mountain or on a magic carpet i've done that (laughs) whatever it is Mm -hmm. that helps you to move up above the situation and look at it with new eyes and and what i find there is that you begin to see how you're operating and you can see the old patterns coming up in you and you can also see the other person and how they're operating and discernment means that you really get real about where that person's at. So I'm sure that's part of your work, right? That you've got to get real about where that person is. Oh, I love I love that. I mean, it's so important to understand the bigger picture. And, you know, from a spiritual perspective, that's really all that matters, you know, is, is what is the spiritual lesson behind this experience right now? And who, you know, who is at the reins, you know, is it a little five-year-old part of me? Um, You know, is it a parent, you know, from my past? And, Mm -hmm. you know, what is, and what is the gift here? You know, and, and the only way to really figure out the gift is from that higher perspective. And, and when you get through the process of shifting this in yourself, and because uh, I had a situation not too long ago of uh, uh, someone that emailed me. Of course, this person wouldn't talk to me directly to email me. But but um, it, it was like uh, um, I, I, I looked at that and I was able to get above it, but I also saw that I had an emotional reaction to it. So I thought, okay, something about what this person has said has pinged something in me. So I mm-hmm. need to look at that and deal with that. And um, once I got through the process of that, I could actually say to that person, I didn't say it to them directly because the whole situation wasn't didn't make it possible, but I could say to this person in, the, in my mind and in my heart, I could say, thank you for showing me what was unfinished in me. <laughs> And I could, and gave gave me the opportunity to work on that. And I so, think that that piece that you just mentioned that that gratitude, you know, to the other soul of how it shows us what's unresolved is that yeah. I mean that's transformative as well. That's an incredibly high vibration to bring in, and to be able to do that in the moment, you know, in relationship is is amazing. I mean it's yeah. Fantastic. And you can only you can only do it if you're willing to pay attention. 
See, that's the thing that I see. There's so many people, and I, I have such compassion for them, but it's, you know, we have to get past this. But they are so stressed. They have a job they're trying to do. They have a family they're trying to take care of. They have so many things going on in their life that it's it's too easy to just put one foot in front of the other and not really pay attention to what's going on until sometimes your your inner spirit puts a roadblock in front of you. And so right. no, stop. Stop. <laughs> so I've, I've had that happen to me. So I've, I'm really careful about uh, paying attention and paying attention to what I'm feeling primarily, but also paying attention to what I'm thinking. Because yes. this whole thing of blame and, and uh, judgment, it can be so subtle, you don't even realize um, that you're doing it until you, you know, that's why I say, okay, I can either recognize it by its feeling inside of me or I can recognize it by saying, I'm expecting that person to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, expecting the other person to change is not our business. That's theirs. Yeah, and I do notice when I do that, when I'm expecting somebody else to change, I probably have gotten lowered myself down yes. vibrationally somehow yes. to meet them there. And then I have to tell myself, well, hold on. I, I've kind of entered into the system here, and I'm, I'm playing yeah. out this scenario, you know. So, um, so that's another thing that I've been recognizing lately. Well, um, and, the, and with the people you work with, you have to stay in that observation role and be aware of where they're coming from without expectations, just giving them the resources. But you can't have the expectations they're going to change because you don't know what they're going to do with resources. Right. And, and I, you know, I, and I also don't know what their spiritual path is, you know, so I kind of have to keep that in mind, which, you know, helps me detach from the outcome. But, you know, it's not always easy. No, it's not. And and especially because we really want people to be happy and we see them putting themselves in a situation that's so painful. And you, right. you really... And especially those of us who are uh, empathic and we feel other people's pain, we really want them to get out of their pain so we don't have to feel it. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's that's a tricky piece I've been playing with, too, because I'm, you know, I go, oh, well, am I rescuing this person or trying to make them feel better so that I'm not as uncomfortable, you know, so, but, you know, I mean, I think that you can, we can use the colors in that area as well, you know, to say, you know, is there a color that I can send to this person um, that can work with them? Because I um, because my body is, you know, taking this on right now. And and um, I don't know if I mentioned that you're you're one of our practitioners in training, so you've been using color a lot. And it's so interesting because you can use color 
for yourself and others without saying a word. I mean, you just, like you said, just say, if there were color here that could help, what color is it? And and that color then immediately comes to help. And I've really now come to the place of saying, okay, calling in colors that can come and help the situation. And I just let the colors come in according to what it is that they that that can be done in that situation. So yeah, there are lots absolutely. of ways to use. Yeah, the color therapy I, I find it's really important initially to go through the foundational part of, of uh working with the the basic colors because that allows you to, to get more and more balanced and more and more stable in staying in your true self and it helps you to shift a lot of things that stand in your way. And then you get to a certain point and it's like the colors are available. And now the crystalline colors are available too. So that's pretty exciting. And what I've noticed is that the more that I do sessions for people and the more that I use the color therapy, the stronger my intuition gets. So um, it it just feels like, I mean, even my physical senses I feel have been heightened and I'm not sure if that's you know part of this transition that we're going through you know right now but you know I I just feel like you know after a session using the color they're so enlivening Mm -hmm. even as a practitioner that you at the end of a session you feel transformed you know as a practitioner so it it's a really good reminder of the interconnectedness of everything and everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing that I notice is that um, there are scenes. It's like I'm dealing with something, and then I get a client that's dealing with the same thing, you know. So and it's one of the reasons that I brought up this thing about judgment and blame. Um, I'm actually uh, doing a service at our church. I'm I'm giving the message at the church. And I'm doing it on judgment. And there's that passage in the Bible. I don't have it in front of me, but Jesus was really tough on, on judgment. And, and uh, he basically was, was saying that if you judge, it's going to come back on you. And he was saying, you know, if, you, if all you see is the, the speck in, in another person's eye and you're not noticing the great big log in your own, then uh then you're not seeing what's what's truly going on there and i, I and and uh that's that's i think a big problem because sometimes you know we want so much to help other people but sometimes we just don't even recognize the fact that we're out there wanting to help them and yet really what's what's going on is we got the same thing going on inside of us and i do not think that we can facilitate other people's healing very effectively until we are willing to look at the own the same kinds of things in ourselves. Absolutely. And it's I mean it's coming from a humble place to know that we're all a work in progress and um you're right, we can't really help people until until we recognize where our own limitations are. So I think that more and more what what I tell myself and I tell other people is that, you know, we have to stop and breathe. And if you go back to what breath is, it's really spirit. So if you 
if you stop and you breathe, you're breathing into your deeper self. You're breathing in that grander spirit that's part of, of the all. And if you can stop and breathe, that's another way to get more perspective. And then we have to learn to move into our bodies and pay attention. You know, what's feeling uncomfortable? What what emotion is coming up? And um, it's really interesting because now when I'm doing sessions, I actually, when some kind of an emotion is coming up in the other person, I don't take on the energy of that, but I feel it in my throat. And so I'll stop them and say, okay, just a second ago, what were you thinking about? And they'll tell me, mm-hmm. and that becomes the key to the next part of the session. Interesting. So I'm, yeah, I'm I'm learning not only to pay attention to the things that are mine in my body, but in sessions, I'm paying attention to what comes up because it's in my throat and in uh, the area that that's between the solar plexus and the heart. So it's the bottom of the rib cage. That's also where I feel it. And um, and it's, you know, I used to get worried because I thought I was going to, because I did take on other people's energies. And now I don't take it on, I just notice it. So, so it gives me indications of what's happening. And I, I think I think you're right on because I think that's where we're moving towards as healers is that we're not taking energy on as much. We're getting the signals, you know, kind of the empathic signals from other people of, you know, what's up next. And, um, and then you can offer a new experience or a transformation for that person. person. So, yeah, that's, that's something I've definitely noted myself as well. Yeah. And the, the other thing that I noticed is that as facilitators, it's not up to me to say, this is what's going on. I, I just go, so what were you thinking in the last minute or so? Or um, mm. where, are, where are you feeling discomfort? Because it's so important that everybody recognize that they have the ability to know when something is off. I mean, we need right. to be responsible for that. And if we look Absolutely. to somebody else to always find that for us, then we're letting go of, of our responsibility and, and what we are here to do. So, um, and, and so, you know, as, as a, a facilitator of healing, I, I also have to be responsible to check in on myself and to deal with the things that come up in me and be as clear as I possibly can of any kind of filters that come up from my from what whatever I haven't dealt with because that always kind of muddies the water. Absolutely. Yeah, that's critical. So, um it, uh, you know, the time goes so fast. We've got 3 minutes left. Uh, oh my so um, I know. <laughs> so what I, I just want to remind people that color becomes one of the most simple and effective ways to shift these things. I mean, people don't need to be in pain. They don't need to be having a body that has aches and pains all over the place. They don't need to be 
uh, in a situation where they're carrying worry around with them and and this kind of thing. And it does take an intention to make a change, and it does take finding the tool that works for each person. But we would love to have people come and give color a try. And uh, just to to let you see what is possible. And um, there are a couple things that people can do if you go to thepowerofcolor.com. On that, our home page there, you can sign up to learn about what your the color you like, what it means about you, because it has really important information for you. And if you follow through with it, you can also go to what, what it means the color you dislike. That's kind of what my... Um, the color card book is is uh, uh, based on. But the other thing is that we have a, a, a basic color course that you can take at home, and we are there to help you go through it. And you can find that if you go to thepowerofcolor.com and go to products and services. It gives you all of the links and information about that. Anything else you want to say, Kate, before I'm just that color has been had a huge impact on my life and my work and you know it's it's simple and it's incredibly powerful uh thank you and thank you so much for being here today kate it's so much fun to do this with you <laughs> uh, well, it was very it fun i would love <laughs> okay. that thank you arlene right. you're welcome <laughs> so we will see everybody our Hopefully you'll come by. Um, we're on every second and fourth Wednesday at 3.30. And Thanks we'd love for being to have part you. of the Power of Color Radio. Join us every second and fourth Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for a half hour of colorful information and transformational experiences. In the meantime, you can find us at www.thepowerofcolor.com.